Welcome back to the second half of the Climate Apocalypse 101 discussion on Brew Theology. As always, you can find Brew Theology at Brew Theology on Facebook and Instagram, and Brew underscore Theology on Twitter, as well as at BrewTheology.org, where there is information on how to partner with us and sponsor this discussion. This podcast was recorded on August 14th, a beautiful summer's night, back when you could sit on the porch listening to crickets. We're picking up in the middle of the discussion. The discussion had spun down into a discussion of what land would be going away from the impacts of climate change. Let's join Jessica, Elizabeth, Janelle, and Ryan as they take on a humor break and continue discussing what we can do. It's all good. Let's take a humor break right now. How about like species that we would like to see be gone. Those Japanese beetles. Uh, yes. Can Biting we just talk flies. about the Japanese beetles? Oh my god. Whatever bit me at Wild Goose. Did so you, you guys know what happened to me? Oh, <laughs> you should tell us. Yeah. Okay. You got bit? Oh, okay. Oh, Ryan's never camping again after you tell him this. <laughs> no, because I got, I got stung and bit. I'm not. So. I'm over it. We stayed in the tents and there was a deluge. I mean, a flood. Okay. Wait, wait. You, were, you, were you glamping? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you got flooded? Oh, yeah. And so. Where, where did they have you guys camped? Was it like. Went was down it, by the oh, no. creek. Or the, I was yeah. up on that little hill. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. So what we thought might, maybe we thought might have happened at the time. What we now believe fairly by evidence, pretty by, you know, is that a spider or two, pregnant probably, fled inside, Okay. Hid from the rain in my comforter. <sighs> and I rolled over all of them while I slept. Oh my god. About <laughs> Oh, Ryan's never camping again. <laughs> Immediately oh. I had maybe three or four bites that weren't mosquito bites. We weren't sure what they were. They, they started off tiny. They, they yeah. They started up tiny. Yeah. And they started off tiny. We weren't really sure what they were. Then about Two weeks later, I started getting all these bites and these emerging. Okay, and then maybe three weeks later, it was so bad. My fever was spiked. I was getting a, a fever. Like there were there were these huge welts all over, and it was just they were they were all in here. up and down her arms, oh, the side of her body, right here, mm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically just described my torso area as if I had on a light jacket <laughs> and three-quarter length sleeve. Oh, oh no. Uh, anyway. Um, so I go to the doctor. <laughs> I go to the doctor. She's like, oh, no, we hope it's not Lyme, you know. And I'm like, ah. Have some topical steroids. They don't really help much. And so then I find out I have an urgent referral to the dermatologist. I'm like, what? So I go into the dermatologist who thinks that it's possible that I was bitten by hundreds of tiny <gasps> spiders or oh. small biting insects. Oh, and he God. said it can take up to three months, like like six <laughs> to ten weeks oh, for my these God. bites to emerge fully. Yeah, we're we're only <laughs> laughing because Ryan is like crawling out of his skin yeah. right now. Yeah, we'll we'll hope so, all those die in the apocalypse. So he gave me a giant shot in my arm. 
I've been taking daily multiple pills of prednisone, Oof. and I have Whatever a special compo- com- compounded topical steroid cream that I put on my body twice a day. That sounds like the time I got sea lice in the Caribbean. Ooh, sea lice? There's yeah. such a thing as sea lice? What? Yes, it's <gasps> awful. It, sound, it sounds the same, but... Oh, God. I don't, there's no buts. They're just both awful. Oh. There's critters that need to be gone. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it was awesome because once they you applied purpose, the steroids, you could see it. Like, you could see this. Thomas said, why did you make them sound adorable? Um, like, so what looked like a big, huge welt on my arm once the steroids were applied, you could see tiny, tiny, tiny little dots and, like, little tiny fangs. Oh, my God. <laughs> you could oh see them. God. You could see where they'd bitten me. <laughs> and, like, little tiny little, you could see, like, my husband says, why are you making the spider sound adorable? Oh. <laughs> so you know what we should do? We should we should leak this like a WikiLeaks to a Wild Goose Festival for the oh. promo material. Oh. Wild Goose, this is coming to you. Everyone's gonna want to come now. Okay, so I you saw my Facebook post today that I was all freaked out because a Japanese beetle slid down my shirt and I into saw my that, pants. And I hate him as well as you. Yeah, know. yeah, but so now I feel much better about that one lone Japanese beetle violating me. Oh my oh, god! Because the Japanese beetles, they want a different kind of flower. Oh, you know? I'm good. It's got a scar. Oh. Like it's okay. It's not so bad right now, but. <laughs> oh my! That's that's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we were gonna take a, we were gonna take a humor break. Thank you, Vincent, for editing that. You out. didn't tell me you worked oh, no, blue. No, you don't have to edit it out. Right. Right. God. <laughs> were we gonna work blue? I didn't know it was midnight. <laughs> uh, well, my most son. Okay, she's sedled. Going back to critters that we think should die. My son, who I raised, and I don't know what happened believes that pandas should just die because they're so stupid they can no longer live on their own. What? That's probably true. Because they have to have human intervention to survive. Isn't that, that like horrible and evil? So they're my so own cute. Son. No, my ministry partner thinks that we have to do an, a ruthless assessment of what animals are best to interact with humans in an urban environment. Yeah. The rest need to just... Mm-mm. They can't. Str- they can't. They can't hack it. They're gone. Mm. They cannot in- be integ- in the integrated worldview of because they won't have their own habitats. I'm trying to think who I would trust. You know, bunnies. Make we the decided decision. bunnies, bunnies, squirrels. You know what? No, squirrels I'm trying, are gone. I'm tr- no, I'm trying to get all the bunnies out of my yard. Possum. I love squirrels. I like possums I and raccoons. Possums eat all he the does it, So are, we're in a little argument raccoons over are raccoons awful. and possums. Mm. They're like they're like little Tasmanian devils. Yeah, they're awesome. Though. I love them. They're, they they snort they're my best friends. And they're vicious. Do that again. <laughs> Have you heard them? They're worse than that. <laughs> Don't mess with raccoons. And most of the time in Colorado, we think we smell skunks anyway. Right. So when exactly. they're welcome to stay, we so would know the difference. I hate slugs. I was driving through eastern Colorado, and I thought... Middle of nowhere, no car, no people around. I thought, oh, somebody's smoking pot. I'm like, oh no, this would be an actual skunk. Yeah, skunk <laughs> yeah, so we're used to that. <laughs> yeah, people are into dank these days, like dank, danky IPAs. You could have like an, a, scu- a literal skunk yeah. take a, you know, a skunk in a, in an IPA. And people are like, oh, it's uh, it's it's hoppy. Drinking beer. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, last thoughts, final thoughts. <sighs> where do you, where do we want to end tonight? 
I was actually talking about like hope or something before I spun uh-huh. down on stupid white people. Yeah. Hope is action. Yeah. And like, no, it was good. And then I can't remember where I went. Do you, <laughs> I mean, like, and I needed to say it too. And like, I just, and then I got stupid about. Okay. So she recommended this book that I got from the library, which was really cool called Draw Down. Mm. And it talks about multiple ways that scientists say Great we book. could reverse. They actually say we could reverse global warming if we followed all these things. Absolutely. Which talks about solar energy. Uh, wind energy, geothermal energy, uh, wave energy. I think it was about how the one of the ways to break through the hopelessness and the helplessness yes. is revealing it's some of this, awesome leaning book. into the apocalypse, yes. saying this is what's not true mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what you're being told, yeah. that we can't do anything. It's not true. And we yeah. don't have to burn the sky like the Matrix. Yep. What we can do is put green roofs on all, mm-hmm. of, put green canopies on all our roofs. Mm-hmm. We can renew less the meat, Denver Green Roof Initiative instead of the hackery that the Denver City Council made of it. Yeah. We can renew the, the initiative that the city passed yeah. instead of this nonsense that's happening now. Anyway, <laughs> that's solar, a very so, regional issue. Solar panels yeah. You're right, for Elizabeth. individual households. You're sure right. Actually, you know what the most effective thing is? The education of girls. Mm. Yeah. Women and girls, of course. Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) Make sure you educate your girls. You have two of them. How many? Three? How many? Two. Two? There are a lot of them running around earlier. (laughs) They were very cute. So I'm curious. So so all the stuff. So Janelle, you you have an electric car. We have an electric car. I know there's. it's better than having a a gas vehicle. Right. Mm. Solar panels. Okay. On your house, expensive as hell, right? Mm-mm, not anymore. Not anymore. No, everything has changed. But they if might I, cut your tree down to do it. Probably. Or you could do an array, or you could do a community grouping with people in your neighborhood. There are lots of ways around it. You guys could decide communally to get off the grid. You could put it in somebody else's yard. You can feed each other's houses. Well, you guys could be the water collectors for a couple of folks, and somebody else could hold the solar farm. There's no reason you can't have those kinds of conversations and relationships, and there are actually places. You live in Denver, so you have help, because there are organizations in Denver that will come meet with your neighborhood association and teach you how to do this. I don't know if the situation is and wherever else other people live. I'm so sorry. You can't move here. We're full. Don't come. Stay away. You can learn. You can visit. You can live stream how we do it here in Denver. Then go home. I'm just kidding. Give us a little time so that we can make room for you because we know 30,000 of you are coming in the next 15 years or we're stupid. It's true. Mm -hmm. I always thought that people were going to come to Colorado at the end of of civilization. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes sense. We're high and dry. We have mm-hmm. very and we few, have water. We have very few natural disasters here. We're the perfect place. Well, except the golf ball size hail that we yeah. get. Well, yeah. And what the hell yeah. is that bomb cyclone? That's going to happen more and more. Whatever that was is going to happen more tomorrow. and more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, these these that, three trees really, over here. Another one. We're I want to like record it this time. It was the most bad. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. <sighs> I mean. That's a thing that happens. It's called a bomb cyclone. Mm-hmm. It's there, just there were two of them. One was yes, actually legit. Like, the second like, one like was every just other a Wednesday yeah. here, the but there was one. another one in the Midwest that wiped out some yeah. of the, the mm-hmm. we just crops had weird and ones animals. And, like all right, so we got uh, solar panels. We got educate some, girls. Uh, educate like, girls. Things so drawdown is a hundred initiatives. Yeah. So there are actually a lot of places like that to go. Give so, us a, so give thank us you, good, Elizabeth. Give us some good websites people can go to for like practical. 
Well, wherever you are, there's going to be something happening on September 20th. So go to globalclimatestrike.net or strikewithus.org to plug into anything that's happening over the next month wherever you live. So sign up wherever you are. If you can't find something near you, go to 350.org and put in your state and find out whomever is doing something there. Or go to greenfaith.org and plug in your state and figure out what's happening there. Um, But... Both of those sites, globalclimatestrike.net and strikewithus.org, will have contact information for things you can do in the fall of 2019. But where else can we send people? (laughs) Both of those places are good sites nationally. Um, Well, just learning information, like going to the IPCC. Absolutely. Going to NCAR, which is here in Boulder. Absolutely. They have some great climate information. The IPCC reports are really accessible. Wherever you live, there are going to be climate scientists nearby. Um, If you live here, absolutely. As Janelle is saying, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association has an office here. They're called something else. They have different, what are they? NCAR. NCAR is the actual umbrella organization. What's the big recycling um, group that's here? Um, co-recycling or... Oh, sorry, guys. I just had it and it's gone. I actually try not to make referrals. I get into some trouble as a 501c3 and all of that. Like, Then there's a UBI and like, what if they give money to us? And Anyway. Um, but and, and make sure you compost. That's... It's easy. You can, yeah, absolutely. Can Compost is easy. Eat um, less meat. Have a meatless meal. That one's hard for me, Elizabeth. I, know. I like my barbecue. I know. Last time I, I know. last time I had to go to the East Coast for a staff meeting, I took a train one of the legs. It took two days. Ugh. But I did all my reading in preparation for it. It would have taken me a. I, I would have done twenty hours on the clock in the week before doing all the prep work. Instead, I did. 20 hours on a 44-hour train ride and slept and ate and that kind of stuff the other time. Like, I got all my reading done and made notes and got ready and, right? Like, another huge thing. Just slow down. Vote in politicians who are green. Vote in legislators who will. It needs to be a basic criterion of running for office, like filing your taxes, some sort of plan for you get to pick, right? Oh, it was that being overwhelmed by the deluge of awful. Look, look, don't be overwhelmed by the deluge of awful. And politicians will tell you the same thing. Oh, there's so many situations in which to be involved. I'm just not really sure in which I can have the most impact as a representative of blah, blah, blah. Just do something. I have heard all of that. Just do something. You as constituents pick for them what you want them to do. But you yourself do a little bit of slowing down, taking some breaths, figuring out what matters to your soul understanding that the work is never ending and you don't have to do it all and you're not obligated to finish it and all of that is true. Pick something that matters to you and something you can find other people to work with on because none of us is meant to do this alone and pick a thing. So that is, I think, the most important piece of how to move forward now that you've focused through your grief and now that you've had some time of lament and now that you've come to assess your resources and now that you've looked around and done a little gap analysis to figure out what's around you it's still really easy to get overwhelmed because ah, 
But it's right? also really easy to do something. But it's really easy to do something. Flip that real fast, right? Yep. From think, all the things that could happen to all the things that, hey, could happen. I think right? one of the things you said both Thursday and now is you don't have to finish it. Okay. No. So a lot yeah. of us are really driven by like doing a project and finishing it. You're not going to finish climate change repair and that's okay. So just do your part, do what you can and know that that's enough. Like that is enough. You don't have to solve it all and no one's expecting you to. And I know like when you say it that way, you're like, that's irrational. Why would anybody think that? But so many, I think there are a lot of personality types that do. When we say that we have to let go of the past, it's hard to say, it's hard not to go, oh no, everything is ending, everything is terrible. But we're done with the what was. We're done with what was. If we were at 311 now and not 411, there might be more conversation. We can change what the future looks like. 100% absolutely true we have everything we need to do that we absolutely have everything we need to do that so we can live differently yeah we have to stop believing these lies we have to lean into the apocalypse and what that means which means the revealing and the telling the truth more often and stop mistaking politeness for gospel value be kind and compassionate, but not polite. It's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can rock a few boats. Lean into this revealing and name a different reality. Help make it possible and just live into it. It's, I know, my friend, my friend, my friend rolls her eyes at me when I talk like this. She's like, oh, Jessica, just be helpful. <laughs> I mean, I also have, you know, but despair I think- and... This is, this is helpful because we've, many of us come from a tradition where we've been taught that there's nothing we can do to stop this and that this is part of God's created or, order. <laughs> no, let's grieve that no. shit mm-hmm. and lay it down and then let's get up and recycle and let's do the things. and Pick a thing. Yeah, I mean, right here, ecocycle.org is a group in Boulder. They have a lot of posters on here. You can download on how to set up your recycling, how to set up composting, all sorts of ideas on how to do that. You probably got one that's closer to you that might have specific information for your region. And so look that up and do it. Like, I didn't realize how lazy I was being with recycling. I, I thought I was recycling well. And then I started paying attention to all the plastic that comes into my house and all the things that do have the ability to be recycled. And now I'm filling up my recycle bin three times a week. Thomas and I switched ours. Eventually, yeah. Eventually I need to get that down so that I'm not consuming as much. And I get that. But right now I'm working on being super intentional about every piece that comes in my house and making sure I can recycle everything I can. Yeah. And that, is that the ideal end goal? Will that save the planet? Probably not. But for me, it makes me more aware and more thoughtful. And it helps me do the thing of slowing down and paying attention. The car choice is Janelle. Don't, yeah. don't dismiss that. I mean, like, my household made different choices. We made a green production and choice. But I but, don't need this car to go long distances. For, right. So for it's us, perfect that was for what you're doing. part of our calculation. Perfect. perfect. You, you brought up consumerism what we consume and that's one of the huge things that people don't talk about that we in America 
not in other countries where they don't live like we do. We in America have to stop being such overblown consumerists. Preach, Elizabeth. Stop going to the store and buying new shirt every week or new this or new that. Just stop buying so much crap that has to be shipped in from other countries. Yep. Why do people buy that kind of crap? And then you're Same old ones. and then you have all this crap around you that you don't want and your kids don't want and it's not benefiting anyone and it's hurting the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah how often right. do you go to the thrift store to donate patterns. stuff every year? It's like, oh. Oh, yeah. And, and how many times could you go if you really did purge? Oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it I, I live pretty simply and I'm embarrassed by how much stuff I still take to the thrift store. It's horrible. And then on top of that, we're we're buying clothes made of plastic, and we're we're because I think often natural fibers probably cost a little more; they're a little harder to find. But like this is a huge issue. We just found in the rain in mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain National mm-hmm. Park Plastics. that there is plastic coming out of the rain. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Some the, of those microplastics come from your clothes yep. when they're washed, yep. and, and your it gets soaps in. So the, the microplastics, microbees that are going into the ocean. Absolutely. And here's the thing that I talked about at Beer Theology and didn't mention tonight about hope is that you have all, at least in America, and I've only lived in this country, at least in America, you have so much power with how your money is spent. You have so much discretion. You can affect real change with your dollar. You have your dollar and your vote in a capitalist democracy like this, and your dollar has much more impact than your vote right now. So use your dollar absolutely yeah every know where your money that's invested if you have any of it if you're lucky enough be sure that it's not fueling the fossil industry and that it's feeding something green for instance your own consumerist patterns elizabeth 100 percent reduce reuse recycle means reduce too right like yeah walk more lightly on the earth that's why i started a planet a plant-based diet decades ago walk more lightly on the planet and stop thinking like we're the ones who know best right a little humility and a little more lightness like would actually not just not kill anybody but might keep more people alive and healthy yeah, yeah. absolutely 100 percent. any last thoughts listen how about this we just listen All right, so to close, I have the other comedic relief. So I now have to admit to you on the World Wide Web that my favorite movie genre are Earth Destruction movies. (laughs) I knew that about you. It's less funny now than it used to be. Now you all know. I've always loved apocalyptic movies, yeah. Yep. I mean, Armageddon's pretty awesome. Don't don't jump in the question. Sorry. So what's your favorite? Earth destruction disaster movie. Terminator 2. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I, I went with Armageddon just because I love Aerosmith. Uh-huh. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the more recent Geostorm. I thought that was a fabulous movie. It was great. It, was, it just had the right Matrix. balance. I actually loved San Andreas, even though it's completely ridiculous. And I have to say that 2012 was just way too perfect. That was the most perfect disaster movie ever. It was just huh. too clean. Haven't seen that and one. And Jessica disagrees with me. <laughs> What's your favorite disaster movie? 
<laughs> they all terrify you. <laughs> I don't know if I... Does I, Twister count? I don't know if I've yes, ever yes, seen Twister one. Counts, Twister counts, absolutely. Yeah. I remember seeing Armageddon because everybody had to. Yeah. For and so you I think there was... I think there were like, was like soldiers marched us to the station and <laughs> we had to Bruce see Willis Armageddon. Bruce Willis was You should see right, it. What... No, no, it was Pearl Harbor where he had his teeth done. Was that um, I think Ben Affleck? Yeah, he's also Pearl Harbor. Like, he's in Armageddon, yeah. right? And Liv Tyler. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Armageddon. That was a big cast. You like Day Wilson. After Tomorrow because you I, bring it up. I haven't never seen that. You've never seen Day After oh, Tomorrow. What, is, what movie is that? That's actually a pretty good one. Oh, that has the bomb cyclones. <laughs> yes, it's what? exactly what's that's gonna happen. The hell out of me that movie. So in in Day After Tomorrow, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, you gotta watch it. The thesis. I had trouble reading the Kim Stanley Robinson book. Oh, I know. 2412. I, I do not see these movies. <laughs> when I say I was spinning down into Firing Inferno, Towering Inferno, I was seriously like remembering what it was like as a child, terrified watching that movie on the big screen TV, being like, eh, we're allowed to get out. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I've never voluntarily watched any one of those movies ever. See, I think like, if you, you grow up. You asked me whether my favorite what is I'm like oh, no, I don't know I didn't even know that was a thing oh, does Twister man. count like, there's some that, of my favorite <laughs> does it uh, yeah, okay because I like storms and meteorology meteorology is really cool Bill Paxton and Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah, okay. is a comedic role in that yeah, one yeah 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 Dune Dune that's my favorite ecological devastation movie. Oh, but that was uh, another planet. I'm no for Left Behind for was you. a terrible yeah, movie. Yeah, I was going to say. But the first part yeah. of it was good ecological disaster porn. Um, so speaking of disaster porn and Bible porn. porn. That's what I like. <laughs> yes. The, the original one that I remember is Thief in the Night. It was like a 1970s oh one filmed in Iowa where I grew up. Yeah, that was filmed I, in Iowa? Uh-huh. Really my, my friend used to be the life. pastor of the church that was the evil church Seriously, there. I had a hard time Terrifying movie. Terrifying apocalyptic movie. I had no idea movie. that was filmed in Iowa. Yep. Yep. The, the first scene with the razor right there on the sink. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, because they had that, that, that movie extreme close-ups me. in the late seventies. Yeah, it was a thing. Dark ecological Dark. disaster. Multiple conversations porn. going on. This is real life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to. Yeah, uh, we're done. Right. If you we're like toast, this, we jumped the shark. And regardless, <laughs> you know what? Do the world a favor right now. Use your consumer-based mentality. Consume the episode and share it on the lines, all of the lines at Brew Theology Facebook. Instagram, brew underscore theology on Twitter. We are hosted by Podbean. That is P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Podbean. But iTunes, obviously, is you know it's, it's the big one, right? So you go there, rate it, review it. That's how you get more listeners. So more listeners, the more awareness. Yep. And I think that uh, this is a good thing to share. So I think I think we have so like if because the world is smaller than we usually think. If anyone knows Kim Stanley Robinson, and he would like to do a a podcast. On New York 2140, which is about sea rise and how much he hates Denver. Please tell him that we would love to have him on the podcast and talk about How much his he book. hates Denver? <laughs> like, because everybody retreats here. All oh. the rich people retreat here. Oh. So he brings it up like every, every that's chapter. Gonna, that's going to happen to every major city in America. Yeah. But if he would like to podcast with us and talk about climate, we would love to do that. That'd be awesome. All right. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, y'all.